0: Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio. Show. Talk show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, My fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard hitting news the networks refused to use. No doubt starts now. This is the broadcast for June 8th in the year of our Lord 2000. 23 this is our one of two and our goal always to protect life liberty and property to promote god family and country to do so on your radio traditions of our fathers yes indeed we use the blueprint for liberty the supreme law of the land the constitution for the united states of america that is our guide and as you know we reject revolution we stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth man we got a lot to cover very little time I've had a few days off, and so it's kind of been a massive catch-up time, to say the least. Believe it or not, we've only done a couple of broadcasts since we had Brian Rust and Kelly Finnegan on last time. They'll be with us here in a few minutes for the Honest Money update. Uh, But we talked about Utah Rep. Chris Stewart. GOP congressman says that he's going to resign. That's a move that will reduce the Republican Party's majority in the House of Representatives. That's not good, folks. But there you have that. We talked about the House of Representatives overwhelmingly passed legislation, 314 to 117. Yeah, it was a vote to suspend the debt ceiling. They say they can borrow unlimited sums to pay the nation's debts for the next couple of years. Now folks, I'm concerned about this. I say they're lying to you. They claim they cut discretionary spending by one point five trillion over ten years, but I don't really know what that means. one point five trillion over ten years. How much is that really? How many Congress sessions will there be between now and then? Can they make changes to it I think that current congresses can hold future congresses? by force to any obligation. So the answer is yes, they can change it. And they'll have 10 congressional sessions or years to change this so-called savings they're promising you. It's completely bogus. Senator Rand Paul speaks out and says this, personal, yes, personal and government checkbooks matter. We should run them the same. Boy, howdy, is Senator Rand Paul right on that fact? We also talked a uh, second hour to a gentleman uh, last Thursday by the name of Joe Crouch. He's the inventor of a very cool technology, in my opinion. It's called iTarget. Train with iTarget to learn how to be a better shot, folks. iTargetPro.com to learn more about that incredible technology. He has two different great firearm training systems. The first one is the target pro, the second one is the i target cube. And I consider them the next generation of fire training. These are light multiple targets. You can place these iTarget cubes throughout your home or training facility, and you can control them with the iCube the i Target. Cube phone app. There's a map that you can see. Uh, It then shows you uh, through your Wi-Fi connection, a map. It'll tell you how fast you're able to shoot each cube and a whole lot more. The iTarget Pro system, which is the original iTarget, um, allows you to use a phone app, use your phone as a camera, set up the target and use your actual firearm for practice. Yeah, you can see exactly where your target or where you're shooting on the target. You can do this at home or virtually anywhere. Basically, you put a laser cartridge into your real gun. And then you. They say that the target bullets are made from the highest brass. Highest quality brass, I should say. And they say we have designed it in such a way that it will not um, harm your firearm or your firing pin in any way. I find that to be very cool. Um, they say you can try this at home. They have steps to try and do this training. They've got videos on their website that you can check out and a whole lot more. Joe Crouch, inventor of itargetpro.com. Start your training to learn how to be a better shot. It was a great interview. We then talked to our dear friend, Pete Sepp, National Taxpayers Union, NTU is the voice of American taxpayers mobilizing elected officials and citizens on behalf of tax relief and tax reform. NTU.org. Now, here's an interesting tidbit. NTU, that's the National Taxpayers Union, encourages Congress to vote yes on debt ceiling deal. Now, that's something that I'm traditionally against, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, because I don't think that raising the debt ceiling is going to help. Now, I know we always say, well, we've got to buy more time. Yes, but they don't use their time wisely. Yes, but you know what? Getting the American people and their children in greater debt doesn't solve the problem. But, you know, Pete Sepp and others at the National Taxpayers Union would say, Sam, listen, we cannot crash the plane. That doesn't go well. Let's buy more time. Let's insist that they make a difference. I would argue and say, you know what, that never works. Pete Sepp would argue and say, Sam, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Don't do that. It's not helpful. And you know what? Sadly, I agree with both sides of the argument. And you say, Sam, well, that's pretty wimpy. No, no, no. If I had to vote, I would vote against it. However, I understand the point, the reason, the necessity, the value of voting for it. The reason I would vote against it is because if enough voted against it, we could put a bill that would vote against it. We could put another single-page bill that says this. We vote against raising the debt ceiling. However, here's how we will fund the most important governmental responsibilities. Remember, this budget only relates to discretionary, you heard me, discretionary spending. So you know what? Some of the most essential services never get shut down, even in these mock shutdowns that they create. And then I would simply start to say we're going to pass bills, one issue at a time, bills, clear up and down vote bills so you can see where everybody stands on every item of interest. And we're going to show you who's holding up the proper role of limited constitutional government. We're going to get that done. We're going to show it to you. It's important that we get that done. See, I would do all those things. Uh, And I don't think it's crashing the plane. I think crashing the plane is to give them more time, pretending the plane's not crashing. And then they don't take action And in six years, ten years, whatever, two years. We find ourselves in the same boat that we were in before. Oh, we just need more time now so we don't crash the plane. Well, I have great in tremendous respect for Pete Sepp and the National Taxpayers Union. I think they are a little bit more liberal than I might be or less conservative, less hardcore might be another way to say it. But I do believe they have the genuine best interest of Americans and the American people and the proper role of government at heart. I truly believe that. And so what I don't do, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as a talk show host on this broadcast, I don't bring guests in to then argue with them and beat them up and show you that I'm right, that I'm smarter or that I can control the clock so that I get the last word in or I can make them look foolish and make me look great. I don't do any of those things. When I bring somebody on the air, I let them make their points. I even help them make their points, especially the points that I agree with or I try to clarify what they're saying even if I don't agree so that you all can decide for yourselves. I don't need to be the rock star in the room. I don't need to be the one that's always right. And I don't need to bring them in so that I can show you how, you know, what intelligent I supposedly am or something like this. I bring guests in so that you can hear their side of the story. And I do my very best to help them carry their points forward. So even though I don't agree with Pete Sepp exactly on this point, I can disagree with him and I can do so agreeably. All right. I can agree to let him get his word out, his point out, his view out. The point of the National Taxpayers Union, let them get their points out. I can even help them get their points out. That doesn't mean that I always agree. And I don't look at me disagreeing now and not to his face, um, you know, betraying him. If somebody wants to let him know what I say, that's fine. I have no problem with that. What I don't do is confrontational radio. I don't do Jerry Springer radio. I don't do radio that, in my opinion, derails to where when you get done with the interview, you go, wow, that was a lot of sparks and fireworks. But I don't even know where I stand more than I did before the interview. See, I don't want that. I want you to listen to Pete Sepp's view, his logic, his reasoning, uh, his um, you know, background and his story. And then I want you to listen to my reasoning, my background, my story, my view. And I want you then to decide for yourself, ladies and gentlemen, what you think is the right course of action to take and why. Why? You will assemble your reasons, just like Pete has, just like I have, and you will learn to critically think through these vital issues. And I'm going to bring this up to Brian Rust and Kelly Finnegan. I'm going to get their take on you, because it's really, really, really important in in my mind to get through and talk about, right? There's a lot of weighty issues. And just because I have my point of view, my point of view, that doesn't mean that I'm correct and others are wrong. Just because Pete Sepp has his point of view, that doesn't mean that that he's right, that I'm wrong. You know what, maybe there's a blending of both views, right? Maybe we uh, don't raise the debt ceiling, like I'm saying, and they get on board with that. But maybe we do find a way not to crash the plane to buy a little bit more time. In other words, we're not raising the debt ceiling at all. However, you know what? We will fund the most proper role of government points. We will do this, we will do that. We may even, and listen carefully, we may even raise or give more money. So some would say it's raising the debt ceiling. But I would say raising the debt ceiling for very specific purposes with strings attached or guidelines attached or action attached or the money stops. There's ways to do that, folks. It's kind of like they say amnesty. Just because I might let some people stay, that's not open amnesty. It's not all or nothing. Do You get the point? Maybe we could all bring our issues to the table, huh? Liberty Roundtable Live in seconds. The Honest Money Report on your radio. The spirit of the
0: American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com.
2: This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit. A battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com
3: Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies, John 8.44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a the lie. Then, the more they use the lie, the more they reproduce the lie. The more spiritual power they get. Now look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast. That power protects the cells of the beast from prosecution. Why isn't Hillary in prison? She is protected. We must restore our national relationship with God. Truth is sacred in the kingdom, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Isaiah 9.6 from Christ Kingdom Ministries.
0: Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio.
1: Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Brian Rust, Kelly Finnegan. Welcome to the broadcast, gentlemen.
2: Thank you very much, I'm
4: Good to, glad be to be here with you. Hi, Kelly.
1: Good to be here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, look, there's a big debate in America. 314 uh, went for, 100 and some odd went against the raising of the debt ceiling last week. They averted a crisis, they say. Uh, Joe Biden supposedly signed it over the weekend. The Senate passed it as well. They did indeed not raise the debt ceiling. They simply eliminated the debt ceiling for two years. I think it's very, very foolish uh, indeed. Now, uh, the debt ceiling usually relates to what they call um, discretionary spending. And so they want you to believe it's essential to keep it open and a huge train wreck happens if we don't uh, meet our debts or our obligations. I don't know that that's all true. What I know is the continued raising the debt ceiling. We've done it now 45 times since 19 or 145 times since 1944. All right. But there's pros and cons. I think we've not raise the debt ceiling. But our buddy Pete Sepp with the National Taxpayers Union, NTU.org, who I have tremendous respect for, says, hey, listen, guys, we cannot just crash the plane. You've got to raise the debt ceiling and then you've got to put pressure on them to make appropriate reforms with the time they've got. And I appreciate that, but we've tried that many times before, and it has not worked. So I want to go to Brian Rust and then Kelly Finnegan, and I want to get their take on this, too. They're financial experts. They're with RustCoinandGift.com. They're wise about money. They believe in honest money. We'll get to the honest money report in a minute with gold and silver and etc. But in the meantime, what do you say, though? Do you agree with me that we should not raise the debt ceiling, Brian? Or do you agree with um, you know, uh, Pete Sepp that says, you know what, Sam, we've got to to buy time let's work on the reform but let's not crash the plane there's valid arguments on both sides sir
2: yeah I, I I understand where you're where you're at Sam and I agree with where you're at I you know the problem is 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 you can't keep doing the same thing and if if we've done this 145 times then then what have we learned have we learned anything as a result of doing this and and right now you know they 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 say well the government we got to do this we got to say this but they keep they keep saying and they keep telling this, but man, haven't we learned our lesson 145 times? Haven't we figured something out that it's not working? And I would ha- I would say that the 31.4 trillion is not not a true number. We're hundreds of trillion when you add everything in. Plus our country's already bankrupt. We're, we're just not heading in the right direction in, in that sense. They need to be accountable for what they're doing.
1: I agree with that without a doubt, but do you raise it and give them time? Do you put greater pressure or do you simply say, no, we're not doing that. There's gotta be a better way. See, I personally think it's not all or nothing like that. Like they want you to believe it's not, I'm a debt ceiling raiser or I'm a debt ceiling or I'm a country um, you know, promise-keeping or promise-breaking guy. I don't believe it's all or nothing, Brian, even though I think we can hold and not raise the debt ceiling. We can um, authorize given expenses to show them we're serious little bits at a time, little bits per line item that could really make the difference. I don't think it's all or nothing is the point, but do you think about it? Is it or not? What would you you vote is the question, right?
2: Well, I'd vote to change it. I'd vote to change and make the little changes and so on and say, hey, we need to look at this at a different rate, a different way.
1: Right. But would you vote yes or no on the debt ceiling the bill that they put forward to increase it or to suspend it, really?
2: No. No. no all no. right no. see
1: I'm, I'm in brian's camp i would say no but then i would be all willing to come to the table to do things that that decrease the ramifications and everything that would give us an opportunity to really be responsible and take action kelly what do you say sir did we lose Are kelly, you with us, kelly? All right, we'll go ahead I and get Kelly, Kelly back. Uh, in the meantime though, Brian, why don't you tell us where gold's sitting? Your honest money report. Uh, gold gentlemen. Gold is
2: 196880. 80.
1: 196880, okay?
2: And silver's 2434.
1: 2434. Um let's see. It was 2391. Uh, last week. What is it again now? 2434. Correct. So it's up a little bit. Right. But again, as you wisely point out, that's just a standard standard deal up and down slightly. Right.
2: Right. It's the yo yo thing. Kelly's back. Jump into Kelly. Sorry.
1: All right. Welcome, Kelly. So I was saying, what do you think? Do we raise the debt ceiling uh, or do we suspend it? Yes or no on the vote first, then your logic and reasoning and what you propose to do. (laughs)
2: smoking beers
1: amen to that all right we'll try to get we'll try to get kelly back in a minute um but think about it though what's fascinating to me is they decided to save the country supposedly they decided to yes suspend the debt ceiling uh there were enough that went against it that to impress me at well over a hundred went against it that's good news but by and large two-thirds said you know what we're going to raise the debt ceiling no real ramifications in the market. Gold and silver hardly moved uh, on the decision. Uh, Kelly, what do you say? Raise the debt ceiling. Would you vote yes or suspend it? Yes or no?
4: Well, I, I said I, I, would, I would vote present. You know, hey, I was here. I'm not for it. And you guys played around till the very end here, and let's talk about it. Let's go through and say every little item that you want to fund and raise, what, what, what do we? what is it for? Let people know what this money is going to because I don't think most people know they think they're not going to get their social security check and, you know, their veterans benefits. Those aren't even effective, but they just do this whole fear thing. And so, you know, oh, we got to do this. This guy's falling. And they like that. They like having that power over people and people fall prey to that, unfortunately. So I'd say, no, I'm not going to vote to raise it, And let's talk about it by voting president. I'm showing that I was there. I didn't run away. But I'm willing to talk about
1: it. All right, I think there's some wisdom in that. Sam and Brian both would vote no. Pete Sepp would vote yes, uh, but yet say we've really got to have some reforms. But you know what teeth would be in that? You know, claim of Pete Sepp's, I'm not really sure. Uh, there might be some minimal teeth along the way that Kevin McCarthy's put in. Uh, Kelly would hold a much harder line though, and he would say, "I'm going to vote present. I'm going to prove you I'm here. I'm not going to say yes." I'm also not going to say no, though, because what I really want you to do is come up with a bill uh, that we can show appropriate restraint, show appropriate accountability, show some transparency along the way. And let's work on this one constitutional line item at a time. You know what? I think both of your answers are brilliant. I like both of them. I like the idea that. Now, here's what's so fascinating. If Pete Sepp and I can disagree. Uh, you got Brian with Sam, but you've got Kelly kind of a little bit with Pete. Not totally. Why can't Congress work through this like we have, gentlemen? We all agree that we need to come to the table and really do something that creates accountability and transparency. It seems to me that Congress can't even get that done. They're not even focused on it or talking about it anymore. It's done. They raised it all or suspended it. They're going to leave it alone for two years. They're going to let you know when the next crisis comes. In the meantime, they're just business as usual, Brian.
2: Well, I think you have those that that uh, they're going to vote totally opposite of what, uh, you know, the other side, I would say, is voting. So they don't even care really what's in it or whatever. That's just kicking their can and pushing their agenda. So they're not they're really not even, you know, common sense, I there again, say is 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 an issue and, and they don't care about common sense. They just, you know, but but I would I would say that we, you know, let's you know, if we keep repeating ourselves, and if we've done this 145 times, and we keep repeating ourselves, have we really learned anything? I mean, if if we're going to really dig into this, let's dig at it and say, okay, this is what you've said in the past. And let's go back and identify, you know, pieces, and you keep saying this, well, we got to do that, we got, you know, and, but, but yet, it's the same, we're back to the same square one. So in that sense, I mean, if I'm running my business like that, I'm, I'm out of business, I probably don't get 145 times at it, I probably the after 10 times, I'm probably closing my door because it's just not working. And so, you know, there again, common sense would say, you know, it's not working, and let's let's get together and figure this out, or, yeah, I vote no because I don't think, you know, you've shown in the past we're just not going to accomplish anything.
1: One of the things I like about what Kelly said is, hey, let's let the American people know where the money is going, what's being spent and why, and let's really create a transparency here Uh, Situation, And I think you're right, Kelly. I think the issue here to me is education, education, education. First off, you need to understand what they're debating about and what they're raising the debt ceiling for or eliminating the debt ceiling over is discretionary spending, right? When we come back, I want Kelly to respond to that. It's discretionary. What does that mean? I don't know how essential things are. We can use words to manipulate our way into this thing. But I would jettison essential or discretionary and say constitutional. Uh, But anyway, let's get back to it. Have Kelly break this down for us in seconds. RussQuinnandGift.com on your radio.
0: Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
5: USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Pat Robertson, one of the most influential clergymen of the past 50 years, has died.
6: Ordained a Southern Baptist minister in 1961, Marion Gordon Robertson had already realized the power of television in preaching the gospel, forming the Christian Broadcasting Network the year before. It's now seen around the world, translated into more than 70 languages. Its signature program, The 700 Club, is still on. In 1988, Robertson ran for the Republican presidential nomination, which led him to found the Christian Coalition to support conservative candidates. No word on the cause of death. Pat Robertson was 93. I'm Richard Johnson.
5: Smoke choking the skies across the Northeast is expected to linger at least until next week. It's a result of roughly 100 wildfires burning across Canada. Nearly 100 million people in more than a dozen states were under air quality alerts yesterday. At one point, New York City was listed as having the worst air quality in the world. Meteorologist Angie Lassman.
7: Tomorrow we're going to see minor improvements. By Saturday and Sunday, much better. We'll maybe see a haze in the air, but even by the beginning of next week, some rain will help wash that out, but winds will switch and make it a whole lot better.
5: France's Interior Minister Gerald Darmanin says an attacker with a knife injured children and others in the Alps town of Annecy. The attack took place near a primary school today. Police report they have detained the attacker. Witnesses said some of the children appeared to be as young as three or four. An adult is also in critical condition this hour. Vice President Kamala Harris will be in the Bahamas today to announce over $100 million in U.S. aid to the Caribbean. Harris will be the highest-ranking U.S. official to visit the island nation since it became independent in 1973. The vice president will announce new assistance for the Caribbean, That includes over $50 million in humanitarian aid for Haiti. Thanks for listening. It's well appreciated. We are USA News.
8: Meet Joe A, Joe B, and Joe C. Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with Autosave. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect. Support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours.
9: Chase Mobile Apps available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, any member of DIC. As Joe Biden becomes America's 46th president, so much is happening in Washington. And millions of Americans are turning to Newsmax, a news source they can trust. Newsmax is already America's fastest-growing cable news channel, and Newsmax.com is your place for breaking news online. So download the Newsmax app now on your smartphone and start watching Newsmax TV for free. The app has no paywall and gives real news you can trust. Watch great shows with Greg Kelly, Grant Stinchfield.
0: Begging Politicians bureaucrats and educrats and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land the constitution this is liberty roundtable all
1: right back with you live ladies and gentlemen sam bushman kelly finnegan brian russ russquinnandgift.com we're in the middle of the honest money report we keep an eye on constitutional currency, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about raising the debt ceiling. And I asked Kelly right before the pot, Kelly, um, you know what What I like about your proposal is vote, demand accountability and transparency as we go. Let the people know where their money's being spent. I think that's one of the most critical things we could do because I think most people would be incensed when they find out most of this is discretionary to start with, Kelly.
4: Oh, yeah, like, you know, I as a chemist, I used to use a website called uh, Webbook, the NIST Webbook, where it had, you know, things about chemicals. And whenever they were going into the debt ceiling talk, they would shut it down. Okay, that science doesn't change. But they wanted to put the herd on people that use that service. It was nothing to leave that up. But they had to let everybody know that this was going on. And now on your on the news there, they talked about, you um, Kamala going down to the to uh, Haiti to give them 50 million dollars to help out. Well, isn't that what the Clinton Fund was supposed to do? Where did all that money go that they raised? They raised way more than 50 million dollars. None of that went to Haiti. So if people were doing what they said they were going to do, we wouldn't need to come up with those undiscretionary or those discretionary funds because things like that are discretionary. Hey, we're going to give so and so some money to figure out if there's you know heterosexual frogs or or homosexual frogs and why and what it is that they like to wear and you know people are getting money for things like that those are discretionary funds let's let's put these things up and let's let people vote on them and and say call their congressman and say vote no on this crap
1: Brian, I think Kelly's bringing up valuable guidance of how we can handle this, though. Transparency, I believe, letting people know what you're spending on, letting people understand that it's discretionary, and let them understand that, look, if you try to pretend that something's going to be affected that's not, shame on you. And an example is this scientific chemical site that Kelly brings up. Look, they could have left that up. Don't tell me that they couldn't leave that online. They took it down to put the hurt on people. So when they start doing this stuff, they're manipulating the reality that the American people understand and see, creating a crisis uh, out of nothing. I don't think raising the debt ceiling would be the financial meltdown people think it is. Yes, there would be some repercussions. I get it. But I think overall, uh, there would be more benefit than good overall. Yes, it might temporarily feel like the sky is falling. uh, But overall, you know what? Countries around the world would see that, look, Americans are trying to get their house in order. Good for them. And so, you know what, I don't know that default on defaulting on everything um, is equal, okay? It's like not all knowledge is equal, right? To know that if you spit in the wind, it, you know, hits you in the face may not be as valuable as, as knowing that if you only spend money you have, you'll never be in debt. Okay, the principles are not all equal. Understanding is not all just as important. Trivial tidbits of facts aren't as important as fundamental principles, for example. Anyway, I digress, Brian, except for uh, to me I think that the way Kelly's going about this is the right way and can provide real answers and get the people behind solutions that can change the game. That's the most responsible position we could take. Brian?
2: Yeah, I I, I agree 100% on that. I I agree with Kelly and 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 that. I think, you know, as you mentioned knowledge, I mean, you know, I, I we would like to have that truth uh you know, out in front that, you know, the, you know, which is important to have the truth come out about what we're spending the money on and so on. And I, you know, maybe going back and looking over these hundred, these hundred and forty-five times, where is this money spent? And let's, let's see the real truth of where it was, not hide this because my, I need this in my state, a bridge that goes nowhere. Let's, let's open this up so we can all focus on it and let's get the truth out there. So we actually see as American people, and then we can have a, you know we can make a, a you know a, a, a smart decision here but I, I I just don't think that's in their agenda to push the truth out there they, they kind of own this media that's going forward and so you know the the lies and all the things that are happening but I that's why I say that yeah I'm not for this you know to to raise the limit because I don't think we're gonna get the truth and I'm not sure we're gonna see where all this money spent like in the past that you know it's it's the same old thing that we, you know, all of a sudden we find out that this is happening, and then we're giving money here and we're doing this here. And, and so we're just recklessly, you know, like, <clears throat> you know, how about we take a 1% cut like was on the floor there and no one wanted to vote for that. I mean, it's just so we're just reckless abandoned in spending and throwing it anywhere.
4: And quickly, Sam, this debt limit, you know, we already... What it's saying is we already spent what we allocated, but then we went and spent this extra money, so we want you to approve this overage. That's what it is. You know, we went above and beyond our means. And what somebody said that they could spend, and they went beyond that. That's what what the debt ceiling problem is.
2: I agree with you, Kelly. We may have lost Sam here. <laughs> we'll have the I mean, Brian and Kelly show spent. with Sam. There you go. <laughs> we we've recklessly spent uh, uh, this money, uh, you know, and and it's just proven fact over the last number of years. We're in a position. Why are we even in this position? You know, we were doing great. Why would a new new uh, reigning president and and his his cabinet Decide to just change anything that was good, you know. I'm it, here. Can you hear me? It's almost like, okay, yeah, we got you back, good Sam. But uh, you know, as I was saying, you know, this cabinet. But what came, I was saying, you know.
1: Sorry, go ahead, go ahead
2: Sam. Well, I just said that, that you know this new presidency came in and they just changed everything. If we're if we're energy independent, if we're doing some good things here, and if we're doing some, why would we recklessly just abandon that and give it over to? other countries to to help us when we don't need that help. So it's that kind of a thing I think people are, are fed up with and and, uh, and and a little worried about, okay, let's raise more debt. I
1: think you're right, and I think that one of the things that we need to really consider is each item individually, and that's one of the things that I don't think most of them are willing to do, gentlemen, which is, look, let's look at these items one at a time. They're not all equal, okay? Um and suggesting or making us believe that the hurt's going to be on or that we're going to default and it's going to be an end of the world meltdown you know a lot of times just so you know uh well you guys know this i'm sure but in, in the corporate world you don't just renege on debts everywhere if you're doing a bankruptcy or a reorganization is what they call it a lot of times you look at every line item and you come up with a build-out plan you come up with the uh, a plan that says look Kelly, I know I owe you a million dollars. Um, I intend to pay you, but I'm hoping you can kind of sharpen the pencil for me on it. You know what? If I, if I put together this plan, can you let me settle with you for $800,000 instead of a million? And you say, well, Sam, that's a haircut. And I say, I know. I get it. It's not great. But you know what? I want to pay you back. I do care. I do believe I owe you. This isn't a matter of, and anyway, but let's let's all kind of work at this together. And so Kelly finally comes back and says, listen, Sam, I can do that, but here's what I need. I need you to pay this much or this consistently or do this or do that. Or, um, and you build out a workout plan. And I believe the more transparent those workout plans, mm-hmm. the more likely that it would not melt down society or the economy, the more likely people would get behind it and go, you know what? This is the way forward. Um, what do you think, Brian? This is done in business all the time.
2: No I, I think it's I think that would be great if we could get to that point and we could we could uh, you know work together and try to do that but I just you know in, in I, I just want to see some examples of this moving forward and right now I'm not seeing a whole lot of examples where we're coming together so that's this is just one more and uh, you know this is where we're at but I agree I agree I'd like to see us get together and work that out sure that'd be great
1: all right. Ladies and gentlemen, Pat Robertson, well-known conservative religious leader, evangelist, conservative Christian dead at 93. R.I.P. Rest in peace, sir. You know, I don't think the guy was perfect, but I think he did a lot of good uh, in his life. And um, uh, I just find that interesting. He's now passed away. We're, we're entering a new era, uh, Kelly.
4: Yeah, he was able to bring another uh, viewpoint into the fold for everybody. And, and so what he contributed was, you know, really amazing. And maybe people didn't agree with him, but uh, you know, what the way, the, what he did was very important and needed to show that people, that Christians had a, a say in things. It wasn't that they were just going to roll over and turn the other cheek, that no, we're going to let you know how we feel about things. And that we are, a, we are a voting block in this country.
1: When we come back, we'll have Brian's response to Pat Robertson, dead at 93. Rest in peace, sir. And I agree with Kelly. He brought unique Christian viewpoints to the table many times. What would the world be like without his contribution, huh? Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable, live.
8: How many times do I have to tell you? I swear, it just goes in one ear and out the other. Don't you understand English?
9: Your children are probably too polite to tell you.
10: Hello? Those things on the side of your head aren't turnips?
9: But they get just as frustrated when you won't listen to them as you do when they won't listen to you.
5: Do I need to speak slower?
9: In fact, few things show children how much they're valued and respected more than a parent's willingness to listen.
8: Tell me what you did at work today.
9: Studies show when parents listen, children develop better listening skills themselves. They also tend to have more self-confidence and are more likely to avoid alcohol and drugs.
8: Now sit down here and tell me all about it.
9: When you really listen, love is what they'll hear.
8: Thank you for sharing that with me.
9: From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org
0: with news the networks refuse to use you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable radio talk show
1: Pat Robertson well-known Christian conservative evangelist evangelical leader I'm sorry evangelist uh, dies at ninety three Brian
2: yeah I thought he did a good a pioneer you know I thought he would, he did a great uh, um, job on on bringing out um Christian views you know interviewing uh um many on his shows uh, political leaders his, i think his his father was a political um senator uh you know and so yeah i think i think having that in the open and 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 talking about god and, and his his views and and how it related and so on i think yeah a pioneer he
1: was a pioneer he was an icon uh, some are calling him uh, kind of a rock star or a celebrity or, uh, you know, I don't like those terms for people personally. Uh, some are saying legend, this kind of stuff. I don't really like that for anyone personally, but I do agree his contributions were vast. One of the things that he was known for and the thing that I understood him about the most because I uh, really have a lot of the same position as he does, which is, Pat Robertson, Christian Broadcasting Network founder, uh, you know he created a huge Christian broadcasting network, and you know was it as uh, Christian as I might be, or more mainstream, or focused on? You know, I don't, I don't think it was perfect, but where would we be without those kind of Christian networks uh, in America, regardless of how perfect it was? Whether you agree with its theology or not, you know, he he certainly picked a very conservative view, a very Christian view. That I think the world would be a lot different without uh, people like that, Brian.
2: Uh, I agree. I think he did. A, he's done a great job, and I think we need more of it. I, you know, I think we've taken God out of, of everything in this country, and I think that's one of our biggest problems. We 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 push God away, or we don't. We won't allow God to be in anything, and uh, and I think that's one of our biggest downfalls. But he he pushed forward, and I I, I applaud what he did. Kelly, yeah, I think that his, you know, what
4: what he did probably is on par with um, um, uh, Rush Limbaugh. He he really brought that out and got people talking and and got some that influence there and let people know that there was another viewpoint that wasn't listened to. So yeah, he was a pioneer hey. in that way. But I, I think he's very very much like Rush Limbaugh.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. And I also agree. Uh, this is why I say kind of a generation has gone by. And the question becomes, do we lose a lot of these religious leaders? Do we lose a lot of these conservative speakers? They might not go as far as I do. They might not, you know, put it in the way that I do. They might not be as direct and clear and, and solution oriented as I am. But they certainly brought a different viewpoint to the table. And it seems like we're starting to lose that Uh, You know, when they kick off Tucker Carlson, when they get rid of Glenn Beck, when they get rid of all these different people, uh, over time you kind of start to say, man, are we only going to have the bisexuals, transgenders, or the uh, liberal viewpoints, or the global warming so-called experts, or the anti-Constitution people? Is that all we're going to have left, Brian?
2: Well, I hope not, but uh, I agree with you. We're losing more and more voices. I, You know, I I, I I went out here a week or, or a week ago with my father on this honor flight. He's a Korean vet veteran, and we had we had 60 65 veterans uh, World War II, a few of those, and a few Korean, and then a lot of Vietnam. But but those voices that uh, our country really need, we're losing more and more. I mean, in that their age or COVID took a lot of them. Well, that voice is so important. I mean, when we. Mike Lee came came out and, and uh, met us there, kind of around the Vietnam memorials and the other memorials in that area. And, we, and he spent uh, a lot of time with these veterans who were in tears. Um, it was just humbling to see these veterans who, who who sacrificed so much and their friends who had fallen. And, and they could read names on the on the memorials. We're losing a lot of those that, that the voices that we we should be listening to, who who, who put their lives on the line for this country.
1: Amen to that. Well, hopefully folks like myself and Brian Rust and Kelly Finnegan and many others can stand up and play our part. Uh, My goal is not to be a rock star or or a legend or anybody else, but my goal is to make sure that we have in our society, in the public forum, if you will, at the table of discussion, a lot of these constitutional, religious, uh, and other views that I think the Founding Fathers would be so grateful for. It's what they really spent their time trying to make sure that we could preserve and it's our job. It's our obligation and responsibility to carry forward their legacy. And I just hope that enough of us and we have a, a big enough uh, microphone or whatever you want to call it, big enough presence to do so uh, again. I don't care if it's me or somebody else. I don't need to be the rock star in the room, but we believe these uh, issues must go forward. Speaking of that, there's an interesting economic twist that I wanted to bring to your attention for both of you, since you guys are the honest money guys. Um, Mike Lindell had to change strategies. The big boys dumped him uh, because he stood on election integrity issues because he stood for a lot of things that we stand for. And Mike Lindell then changed his strategy, selling his products through woke corporations. He partnered with freedom-loving websites like Gateway Pundit and many others passing the savings right along to you. They've all got promo codes. They're all selling Mike Lindell products. You can get huge discounts on pillows. But now he's selling beach towels, blankets, more. Um, it's huge of what he's uh, put together and doing. And it's interesting that the conservatives, the people who agree with us and align with our line of thinking and small business, and they're all starting
4: to pick up the slack.
1: It is something to behold. Kelly first, then Brian.
4: Well, funny how, you know, they're they're driving these people away, you know, like your Glenn Beck and your Tucker Carlson and that. But they're driving them off into the fringes, and the, the problem they're having is the people are following them into the fringes. So they're dividing people up, and so people are able to get that information now with the new technologies. You know, you don't have your, your three major TV stations anymore. Uh, now that, you know, nobody watches network TV, so... He's just found a way that everybody else has done to make a living and get their their news out, and they they aren't they don't have to be censored like before because they don't have to please the corporate bosses. So yeah, he's just going along with what everybody else is doing.
1: I think it's tremendous to see him take a step like this though, and instead of caving uh, to their agenda like many so many have, he stood up and he said, "Fine, deplatform me. We'll find it, a different venue." And we, the American people, have been stepping up uh, to support this. He's got a, 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 again, Mike Lindell has his own broadcasting network. He has his own businesses. And he's literally turned to conservatives to say, you know what? Let's work
2: together. It's
1: working, Brian.
2: Well, and you like to see that. I, I like to see that because <clears throat> because I think we need more of that that, that are that are pushing. Because otherwise you're, we're, we're being crushed and our voice are being crushed. And unless we have somebody that you know, or others that are, or we rally uh, behind, you know, we, we don't have a voice because money talks. And so I think it's important that uh, that we, you know, we have these these people who are out there and they're pushing that and we can get behind and rally behind it. It's kind of like your program, Sam. You're trying to do the best you can with what you have and you're pushing that agenda out, which is awesome. We need more of that, you know, and, and I, I I hope and pray, you know, you know, you have Sheriff Hack on there, and I hope we can get a rally of a stronger and greater, and like you're trying to accomplish with these sheriffs. I think that's going to be a huge part going forward where these sheriffs have a voice and, and a strong voice uh, as we move forward. So it's a lot of this kind of thing happening, and, and a lot of you, you're all doing your part, which is great.
1: Kelly, I think it's fantastic. I think this is an example where Americans are finding a way that they can be involved. You know, when you buy these towels and pillows and the different things, Michael get into more products too, by the way, as far as I understand, he's working on a health line of health products, etc. Uh, but if we can rally around this and every one of us benefit, we can create an ecosystem uh, that'll be a powerhouse, Kelly.
4: Oh yeah. They're, they're creating an, an underground market, you know, a black market for things. And so you're going to have a separation of, you know, the sheep from the goats, just exactly what's happening. And, and if, like they say, if you build it, they will come. So it's, it's great that it's able—he's able to do that, find a niche and fill it.
1: Yep, I love it. All right, Brian, I'm sorry about this. Let's go ahead and give the gold and silver prices again. I know we kind of skipped over it really quick due to the uh, little glitches we've had here, but go ahead, sir. Silver.
2: Well, we have that night. We have silver at twenty-four thirty-four, and we have uh, gold at nineteen sixty-eight eighty. It's about an 80, 81 to one ratio right now.
1: So it's a little less than it's been, but it's way out of whack still. Uh, do you still have a bunch of silver nickels yeah. left?
2: Yeah, I got silver nickels in and, and uh, a lot of people are starting to put a little of that away. Just it's a small, you don't have, you don't need a lot of money to, to buy a nickel. So it's, it's a good little investment. And, and uh, yeah, we're starting to move some of those. Great.
1: And what are those priced at now? A dollar and a half?
2: Ah, uh, they're a dollar forty-five right now.
1: Dollar forty-five to buy a nickel, ladies and gentlemen. But it is thirty-five percent silver, and it is a relic from World War II. So it's it's a very unique thing. It kind of documents our history. It doesn't have a lot of numismatic value because you're looking at the uh, spot price, barely over uh, of silver. But it, in my mind, it has historical context too, Brian.
2: Yeah, no doubt about it. Tells a little bit of a story. You know, so it's uh, yeah, it's unique. I you know, I I, I jump back. Sorry, I'm digressing. I'm, I'm digressing. Jumping back to this Vietnam that we I, when I was walking with my father, who's 93, pushing him in a wheelchair, I, I noticed little coins that people set out in in front of these memorials where they, these kids or people that have died in this war, and that those coins represented some things to the families of these fallen, uh, you know, men and women of our our services, which was really unique. So. I've got. I told the guy, one of the crew people there. I said, "Hey, I've got some wheat pennies and I've got some silver nickels and and some silver dimes. And I think uh, as you take your flight out there, I'm going to donate those to you, so you guys can go and put those coins out on that memorial."
1: That's fantastic. Are the dimes how much silver are in the dimes?
2: Uh, they're 90 percent uh, silver. So you know, but during so the, that the point that I want people era, to yeah,
1: understand is. When you when you buy one of those dimes, you're getting a lot more silver than you are with one of the nickels, right?
2: Yeah, they're 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 running about the two seventy a piece range for a dime.
1: All right, so they're even literally. How much silver is in one of those dimes compared to the nickel?
2: Well, you have it's it's the percentages are, are different. I mean, the, the the premiums are a little higher on your silver coin, like your dimes, quarters, and halves, than they are the nickel right now. Right now, nickel's close to melt. Uh, the 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 silver dimes, quarters, and halves are the premiums a little higher because they don't make it. Nor, nor do they make those nickels. But the premium to 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 get that coin is is a lot higher. So realistically, perhaps find that you might be. Sorry, but but uh, per ounce, if you were to to figure it out per ounce, you're paying about thirty five dollars an ounce for dimes, quarters, and halves right now. You're paying about twenty six, twenty five, just under that twenty six range per ounce for nickels.
1: There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I thought I'd bring that to your attention. Look, you've got a friend in the honest money business, com. Kelly, thank you.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Brian, thank you so much, sir.
2: Hey, thanks, Sam. You're doing a great job. We love
1: you. Thank you, sir. That's a wrap on the Honest Money Report, ladies and gentlemen. Restcoinandgift.com. You've got a friend in the Honest Money business. Hour one of the can, hour two coming up. God save the Republic of the United States of America.
0: Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West. you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show.
1: All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for... June 8th, in the year of our Lord, 2023, this is our two of two, the goal always, to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty. Ladies and gentlemen, we stand with the Constitution. We reject revolution. Our goal, our restoration is peaceful. Welcome to the broadcast. All right, I have a unique guest today. His name is Trevor Crosby. Uh, you know my co-host Kirk Crosby for a long time till he kind of retired uh, from broadcasting uh, was with me. This is uh, his son. Uh, he's a little he's next gen though, folks. He's ready to tear it up in a very unique way. Trevor Crosby, welcome to Liberty Roundtable. Hi, sir.
10: Thank you very much, uh, Sam. It's a pleasure to be here and uh, still living here in the good old land of the free where a lot of people already gave the ultimate sacrifice that we could, you know, be here enjoying as much freedom as we do have, even, you know, with the problems we face. But man, there's a lot of good old boys that, you know, joined the military and ended up dying. A lot of folks like you that have been fighting hard out there, a lot of sheriffs, police officers died, but now, you know, just might as well throw in the towel and let them cross the border and take on over, you know, we don't need to keep fighting, might as well just throw in the towel, you know, if it ain't going good enough where you live, might as well just rent a U-Haul and move to a different place, you know, you give up on your neighbors, give up on your community and. You know, because you probably got a couple of, you know, people in your city council or your county government, man, they, they shouldn't be there. And, you know, you don't need to show up to your city meetings or your county meetings, you know, to at least shake your head or nod your head or tell somebody in a polite way as you can that, You think maybe they ought to be doing something different, you know. But like you say all the time, Sam, we need to lift where we stand. And I'm, of course, being sarcastic a little bit, but we got to keep on being involved, brothers and sisters. We need to get out there.
1: Your point's well taken that oftentimes we want to throw in the towel. We, We don't literally throw in the towel that blatantly, as Trevor highlighted, but we do oftentimes just feel like, hey, I can't make a difference, so why do it? Or you know what? What I say'll just put me in jeopardy. Why should I stick my head up against uh, above the turret? I might get it shot off. Or you know, we kind of, in many ways, do throw in the towel. Not as directly and as blatantly and as sarcastic as Trevor's highlighting, but sadly, we do those things. Now I'm going to take kind of some interesting things as I've been traveling through the Northwest. I've been going to Idaho, Washington, Oregon, uh, and some of these states. And man, Oregon and Washington are some of the bluest craziest states i've ever seen in my life Uh, trevor let's start with washington you know a little bit about this state i went to the store and i couldn't get a bag for my groceries i had to carry my groceries out with no bag they didn't have bags there they wanted me to buy a reusable bag for a dollar i refused on principle and they didn't have any bags. Now they say they sell 10 cents but they didn't have any so now we're to the next level first they said you know what you got to buy a bag for 10 cents. Well, it used to be five cents. Then they said, ten Then they said, well, now you get to buy a, a, a reusable for a dollar, or 74 cents was a cheaper one that'll just fall apart. And, you know, they want you to believe, but the next step is then eventually they're going to say, look, no one except for a few whacked out people from red states come and ask for a bag. We don't even have them anymore. And the next level, and the next level, and the next level. They are moving the ball in these liberal states like you wouldn't believe. And this is just one example. You can say, well, Sam, it's the environmentally responsible thing to do. My response is, where did choice come into this? You know what, if I want a bag and I want to spend 10 cents for a bag or whatever... There's got to be a way to recycle those. Isn't that what they told you you could do before? All you got to do is pay money and recycle them. Now we find out they're not recycling anything. They lied to you and stole your money on the recycle lies. And so we just continue to go down this rabbit hole. Well, I want to push back about the bags, but those people that were with me were like, no, just, just kind of let it go. Just be peaceful. Don't do or say anything. Just, you know, set it aside. It's not really a big deal. And I mean, I didn't see any bags around anyway, and nobody can make a friend, and nobody can change it. And wow, that's where we are, Trevor.
10: Sure, yeah, and and you got to be careful. You know that you don't. Know, <clears throat> you know, I was talking to a guy yesterday, and I said, you know, you do want to go to those county meets, those city meets, and things like that. Stay involved and do the best you can. But we gotta, we gotta be vigilant out here. <laughs> Uh, you know, brothers and sisters, and when we get these meetings going on, you know, we got to have some real talk going on. Uh, you get you get guys sacrificing their night or something to go out and try to do their part in their community, and then you're sitting there talking about what kind of donuts you're bringing next time. You know, it's just wasting time. It pisses people off pretty bad. You know, we know there's some serious things going on out here, so if you're in charge of you know, putting these meetings together, and you're showing up, let's make sure we're talking about some serious stuff, you know, using the old pen in the paper and keeping track of what we're saying, having our agendas, you know, yeah, I've I seen it too, man, we, we've we been through a lot of retarded stuff since COVID-19, and you know, with the masks and the six feet apart, and then there's bags and all that kind of stuff, but Yeah, out here, sure. You see somebody doing something about a bag or something, and that's just tip of the iceberg. You don't even care anymore about stuff like that. You know, but it seems like they wanted to, you know, with the bag, you get these bags now, and they're like four or five times as thick as the old ones, and people are getting just as many, so. Every time the government tries to fix something, they just make it worse. Usually, it seems like shutting it down.
1: It seems like they make it worse, yes, because they call them reusable bags. But you know what? If you spill on the bag, just say or something gets you know away from you, and and then what, what do you do? You use a bunch of water and soap to clean your bag, and then let your bag dry, or how do you dry your bag? And and you know that becomes a problem. Then if you use it six or eight times, but it's thicker than the other bags. Before you lose it or get rid of it or have another problem with it You're, or use it for a trash bag and throw yeah. it away, then what happens, right? I don't know that we're any better off at all. It's a lie.
10: Nobody's going to listen to Liberty Roundtable if all you talk about is bags. But no. <laughs> so, but but I think the, the point a from a freedom point is interesting. I think the point sure, these bags sure. but is, but you've got of an freedom too to not go to those businesses too, right, Sam? You, you just like you always point out. You know what? I don't got a shop. Yes, here. that's right. There you go. You can walk. Yeah. You can walk right out, and you can let them know that it means something to you. And if you walk up to the counter somewhere, and maybe you don't feel like you're getting the attention you deserve, there you go. You can send a little message, and that's what we do when we go to these city meetings or or county meetings. Is you can show your approval or you can show, you know, your disapproval. At least you're, you know, trying to communicate however you think Jesus would do it, you know, WWJD, but, um, it, it comes down local. Like you always tell us in the CSPOA, you know, your sheriff is key brothers and sisters, you gotta have in your county you know you I think, right. I think about that now
1: i can go to a different store and you know i i think that some <laughs> grocers ought to basically have a thing where they're like hey if you come and buy groceries from us we'll give you free bags
4: you know, bags oh, on us gosh. Bag i think the people rest don't care about us, that no more they cared
10: about the they're cared about target you know when they're selling all that you know stuff that's really polluting your kids you know and you you do all you can to watch what your kids are watching on tv and try to make sure they're you know not watching really whacked out stuff that's confusing to them and everything you want them to watch those good old snow white and you know the prince falls in love with the princess and live happily ever after you know but shoot you got places like whoever's going woke these days they're just you know and so you have your ability there to choose not to shop at target and i've been trying to tell my wife that for a long time and she listened a little bit and then kind of well let's just kind of start going back and then she was the one who said it more recently here in a week or two or a month ago saying oh better not be going to target anymore and it's just, yeah, we need to stick up and, and just kind of vote, you know, but we got to be involved, and we, you have to let people know your approval with your, you know, uh, you can give reviews or go up to the manager and say, man, I appreciate you guys having that flag outside. That American flag sure looks good out there, and you know, and thanks for, you know, doing certain things that you approve of you can let them know or if you don't approve you can always in a polite way you know try to communicate that but i don't know it's everybody wants to go retarded and you know you got people talking about the civil wars and all these kind of things and it's like that's what, that's what the enemy wants. He wants people to lose their cool. All right, stay there, Trevor get- Crosby, oh. with me,
1: ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about all things Liberty. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Stay there, Trevor.
11: treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family, we the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net.
0: As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. callforcivility.com
3: Abby Johnson was once director of a Planned Parenthood clinic in Bryan, Texas, after a moral crisis, she quit and now she campaigns against what she once endorsed.
11: They implement abortion quotas in all of their clinics. What do you mean, quotas? You have to perform a certain number of abortions every month. Um, one of the reasons that I left... Are they and, explicit about that? Yes. It's it's in your budget, right there on the line item. Uh, one of the reasons I left Planned Parenthood was because uh, in a budget meeting, I was told to double that abortion quota. And for me, as someone who had spoken to the media and had said, you know, we're about reducing the number of abortions, we're about you know, prevention, all of these other services. I was shocked. So since you actually worked at a Planned Parenthood, give us some sense of the relative number of abortions Okay. Abortions Planned Parenthood provides over three hundred and thirty thousand abortions a year. They are the largest single abortion provider in our country.
1: All right, live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. So I found the bag interesting, this bag issue interesting in Washington. And I know you could say, well, Sam, that bag thing, nobody cares. I agree with that. But it starts with that. It starts with, look, you're going to pay money to your city to recycle. And then you're going to spend money for 20 years. And then 25 years, they're going to come back later and say, we didn't really recycle it. It doesn't work. They've admitted that now blatantly, ladies and gentlemen. But you still have your, your recycle can. And you spent, what, 10, 15, whatever dollars a month on that thing for years on end, virtually by force of your government, to force you to do the right thing? Well, the bags are the same way. And they used to be a nickel, then they were a dime. Now you can't even get them in some places. Um, you look at the target if Trevor Cosby brings up, and I to him. That's a much more weighty issue, but the two are directly related. Let me give you a third. I went to Oregon. We pulled up to the gas station, jumped out to get our gas, and whoa! This guy came up and he said, Hey, man, what are you doing? <laughs> and it turns out that in Oregon, by law, you can't pump your own gas, man. So this guy said, Look, oh, you gotta get back on. in your they, car, man.
10: Out, uh, you, we, they always come up to you. They wanna help you. I don't know if it's a law, but you can. Nope, you it's can a do law. It it's you, a law, buddy. You no, listen
1: to it. me listen to me this is serious business we can laugh about this but it's a law and i asked this guy about the law and he proceeded to tell me uh how the law worked and everything
10: everybody and i was shocked enough law
1: and i was shocked about this and so the guy said listen i'll pump your gas and he was nice and we let him and it was fine but new jersey i think it is and oregon are the only two states left that will not let you pump your own gas and I asked why, and they said, because we have 5,000 jobs that we've preserved because you can't pump your own gas. I thought, yeah, but that just costs me more money for something that I'm willing to do. Right? Now, you can go into Walmart and they have these automatic checkers. You can check yourself out with an automatic checker. They've got those, but yet you got to pump your own gas. No, you can't. Well, they just passed a new bill in Oregon that said you can pump your own gas. Are you ready for how it works, Trevor?
10: Yeah, I'm ready.
1: (laughs) 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., you must let the government pump your gas. I mean the employee pump your gas. (laughs) 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., since they can't get enough workers overnight, you're allowed to pump your own gas, buddy. You got it? That's the latest reality check in Oregon. So if I go there at 5.59 p.m., they got to pump my gas. If it's 6.01, I'm on my own, buddy. Left to my own devices. Now this is what we're um, talking about, America. Though no wonder we're in the crisis we're in, Trevor.
10: Yeah, definitely. You know, it's that's what seems like everybody feels like a criminal, and we all feel like we're against the government. You know, too bad we can't have a good government that we want to be a part of. I mean, heck, uh, even I'll bet you five bucks you go talk to. Tons of military guys, they'll tell you, it ain't going good. And I hate to do it. You know, I want to sit there and pretend, oh, we got this. Everything's going good in the Navy. Everything's going good. And all these different branches of the military, we have good leadership. And the ranks are strong. And a lot of, you know, camaraderie and brotherhood. And we got some good warriors. It's like, you know, we had uh obama and he a lot of people and i've talked to a lot of different folks and they all seem to think he was the enemy of america old obama and he was screwing things up left and right you know he was poking holes in our ship and this ship america has some holes in it you know and but we got a lot of guys out here that know how to weld, you know, and they know how to they know how to figure out if somebody's a good hand or a turd in the bucket that's gonna you know, hurt your organization. We learn in you know, the part of the scriptures that if your left hand offends, you cut it off your right hand offends you, you know, your right eye, you pluck it out. And and that what it's talking about is (laughs) when you have an organization and you got somebody in there that's hurting that organization, you got to get rid of them. It's how I look at it, you know, and we got to do that as quick as we can, as local as we can. And we got to work out from there, but if somebody's not with us, they're against us. And when this ball starts rolling, as you go from person to person, either they're going to support the American flag, red, white, and blue, in God we trust, you know. Uh, <laughs> and God's here in type of, you know what I mean, original founding fathers type of stuff, and recognize that we came to this country to get away you know from big government and we got to preserve this country we can't have some government agency telling us the people what we can do and say and whether it's our business or our farm or how many guns we want to have if we're not hurting somebody else then we need to pretty much be left alone and i i agree with you know trying to be a good you know person for your environment and not spew a bunch of pollution out there and all that kind of stuff too, you know, and that you can that makes sense to people, but yeah, we got to lift locally. We got to start here and it's yeah, got to go into all that. the way. We got to keep fixing the until it, you know, we it's got to be a local discussion.
1: So in Oregon, it says this Argonians, quote, pump your own gas bill passes the House vote moves to the senate so they've literally got a bill to allow you to pump your own gas buddy for decades you haven't been able to pump your own gas in oregon now I, I know somebody might say well there's exceptions but i'm just telling you it's the law and they're trying to change the law in the house of representatives at in the state of oregon legislative body and they're waiting to see what the senate's going to do right now trevor
10: yeah shoot i don't know you know uh I like what president Trump was doing when he was in there and saying, Hey, if we want to make a new law or a new regulation that we need to get rid of some, you know, we need to get rid of two or seem like I remember hearing that. and It's just frustrating, you know, uh, with the tax code and, and everything like that, you know, it's just people can't, you're just running from the old boogeyman. the government's always chasing you, telling you, you owe more money. You know, everybody wants to just go buy their stuff, and you're done. You don't have any more IOU taxes. You know, it's not, oh, hey, this year you owe us this much, you know, and, oh, that's just because you actually screwed up when you did your turbo tax. You you punched the number in wrong. Really, we should be paying you. They end up taking four or five grand from you. You know, it's just – I. <laughs> Yeah, I hear about this pumping your gas and stuff, and it is retarded. But, man, it's just tip of the iceberg. You know, you're just following a big old rat. and every Yes, it while, is. But that, that's why I'm
1: saying to you that I think that the problems we face in America are because we're not dealing with the bigger, weightier issue, issues. We didn't deal with the small issues. And so now you can't pump your own gas in Oregon. You've crossed the border into Washington. And not only can you not that's get a, a bag now.
10: All diversion.
1: Now you Uh, can't get a bag, but you also can't.
10: Laws over there
6: too.
1: Yeah, now you can't have your firearms in Washington. They're going to go ahead and start getting those as well. My well-known sheriff Bob Songer, dear friend, says, "Look, that whacked-out governor, what's his name, uh, Pritzker? Now, anyway, the governor of Washington. No, it's not Pritzker. What's the what's your governor of Washington,
10: Trevor? Yeah." (laughs) Yeah, What's his name? We got lots of nicknames that. Inslee, they got lots of nicknames for him. It's bad. I mean, it's shoot, you know, man. <laughs> he's,
1: anyway, he's the they're boss. literally he's taking the your guns now, folks. It. So you can, say, you can say plastic bags don't matter. You can say the gas pumping doesn't matter. But now we're talking about the right to keep bare arms, and it gets worse. All right? So here's the next headline that we're going to tease and talk about right after the break. Move over. American flag. Now U.S. troops are celebrating the rainbow flag, writes Peter LaBarbara in WND.com. The United States Air Force is now celebrating, quote, LGBTQ Pride Month by the servicemen and women now saluting the activist, homosexual, bisexual, transgender and query flag yep openly oh, blatantly geez. they tweet it out they're supporting it they got pictures of them saluting it everywhere the air force published yes, a tweet wednesday the evening i'll tell you about that trevor crosby sam bushman in seconds on your radio
0: Claiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
6: USA News. I'm Rich Johnson. The Supreme Court has agreed that Alabama's latest version of congressional districts violates the Voting Rights Act. The court has struck down the map as discriminating against black voters. The 5-4 Supreme Court vote means that Alabama must redraw its seven congressional districts. All that smoke in the air around the northeast into the Midwest and south may start dissipating tonight, but it won't come soon enough for these airline passengers.
11: This is the first time I've worn a mask since we had to for the uh, pandemic.
2: The quality is really bad. My eyes are burning. I can feel it in the back
6: of my throat. And a lot of flights are being delayed thanks to the smoke from wildfires in Canada. NBC correspondent George Solis is at the airport in Philadelphia.
11: The FAA did temporarily stop incoming flights here at the airport. They have just announced that they have resumed, but obviously this is sort of a cat-and-mouse game, right, because we don't know how much longer the wind will be here and if the smoke is going to get any heavier. So obviously that could change.
6: Cities in New York, Pennsylvania, and Connecticut could see some improvement in air quality by tonight or even this afternoon. The man who led the coalition of Christians into politics has died. Christian Broadcasting Network founder Pat Robertson died at his home in southeast Virginia early this morning. Robertson's long tenure on the 700 Club led him to run for president in 1988 and then turned Christian activism into one of the top forces in politics for decades. Pat Robertson was 93. Are you socially conservative? If so, you are not alone. A new Gallup poll finds 38% 38% of us in the USA say they're socially conservative. That's about 5% more than said than said so a year ago. The Labor Department says more of us filed for unemployment benefits last week. 261,000 first-time jobless claims. That's the highest that number has been since October of 2021. This is USA News.
8: Meet Joe A, Joe B, and Joe C, three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with Autosave. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect, support for what's next, one bank that puts you in control. Visit Chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours.
9: Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. JPMorgan Chase Bank, any member of DIC.
1: Trevor Crosby, Sam Bushman on your radio, a discussion of all things liberty from no bags at the grocery store in Washington to the government by force will not let you pump your own gas in Oregon to the gun bills they're trying to force on us across the country, Illinois and Washington and Colorado taking the lead for that abuse, but it gets worse, move over American flag. Now U.S. troops are saluting the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, queer rainbow flag. The Air Force Force published a tweet Wednesday evening. They say this. June is hashtag Pride Month. The Department of the Air Force proudly recognizes and celebrates a generation of LGBTQI plus service members, and their, quote, contributions to our Air Force and Space Force. So they're literally doubling down and celebrating this perversion, jettisoning the United States flag in the process. Trevor?
10: Yeah. Yep. So, you know, it's kind of disappointing to some folks when when you – uh you know, he, I guess you hawk up a big old boogie and take the American flag and maybe spit right on it or put it on the ground and stomp on it a little bit, you know, and and some people don't like that, you know, and, and that's how I kind of look at this right here, is disrespect to the American flag, and and it, it's, you know, it, it uh, you're going to see it more blatantly, but I, I think it's I do think that uh, that flag right there that they have, it's pretty wacky looking. And uh, I haven't seen what a Satan flag looks like. But, you know, I tell my kids American flag is a Jesus flag. You know, I know there might be another one out there that looks a little different that they say is the flag of Christianity or something, but when I teach my kids... You know, what that flag, red, white, and blue, old glory means is I tell them it's, that's the Jesus flag right there. And when I look at that rainbow flag with all that crazy stuff on there talking about, you know, now it just, that's the closest thing I've ever seen in my life to a Satan flag, even more so than a pirate flag, brothers and sisters. And when we got our military, and I'm telling you, you know, they just want to, they want to just, and I hate to use bad language on the show, so I'm trying not to, but they just, they want to take your King James version of the Bible, you know, any of the, you know, the
2: documents
10: that are, you know, standing behind the fact that you will raise from the dead you will be resurrected, you will stand before God, and so I, and we all do things that are wrong, but we need to try to repent, and you know, do the best we can, and and that, you know, they just want to, they want to just urinate, ride all over the top of that, that precious book given to us by our Heavenly Father, and and they want to they want to tear that flag into pieces just you know uh and now they got there they're getting their way big time like i said when obama was in there uh, you know he sure was putting holes in the boat and he was moving us closer to this day right here sam have you ever seen our military personnel like you were just talking about have you ever seen this before have you sam with them you know you're you're right about that they want to throw
1: everything we hold dear and i know it sounds i know it sounds kind of trite when i bring up the flag i know it sounds kind of trite when i bring up the bags or when I bring up that you can't pump your own gas, but now the Air Force literally promoting the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender agenda rather than dealing with military issues uh, as they ought. uh, They're literally focused on this divisionary concept. Well, I got an email from a, well, it's really a girl. Her name is Chloe Cole. She was on Tucker Carlson and many other shows, and she has a plea in a series of emails that she sent to me. Uh, She was a little girl, uh, 11 years old or whatever, and uh, she was confused. She wasn't happy with her body. And the transgender scientific community got hold of her. And they transitioned her to a boy. They literally cut off her breasts. They literally gave her every kind of surgery and hormones you could possibly imagine. Uh, And they deceived her parents. They said to her parents, would you rather have a dead girl or a transgendered living boy? They chose a living boy, not realizing any better. Now, uh, this Chloe Cole girl, because she's trying to transition back, she says this. Have you seen what they're doing to our children? We can't let them Force this on our children, she says. And she goes into these emails with this big story about how they transitioned her by deceiving her. She started out by going online. And when she mentioned that she was not happy with her body, transgender crap welcomed her, said, If you just transition your body to a new male body, become a man, the more she uh, expressed frustration, the more they celebrated her the more she was willing to go along. Eventually they pushed her parents into this, the psychology slash, um, psychologist slash scientific community slash medical community pushed her this way. They eventually did everything. Now she's 18 years old and she completely regrets it. And she is speaking out boldly, nobly, independently, saying it's satanic, they lied, they destroyed my body. I will never be able to speak like a girl or a woman again. I will never be able to have children. They took my confusion as a youngster and they literally destroyed my life. And she's speaking out and she says, it cannot be changed for me. They've already given my body so many horrific hormones and they've already taken the knife to parts of my female anatomy to the point where now it's it's too late for me. I'm 18 years old and the rest of my life is ruined. But if I can turn to God and educate to protect others, then my story will be worth it. And she tells this riveting tale, uh, Trevor, of the reality of the situation. And she's not the first that I've heard this from. I uh, interviewed uh, in detail a transgender uh, man who became a woman, in other words, just the opposite, who is kind of highlighting the same reality check. um, From bags to not being able to put, po- you know, Pump your own gas uh, to the gay yep. and lesbian flag being promoted by the military. To this now, Trevor, that's where we are in America.
10: Yeah, that's what. Yeah, this is what you're bringing up is, and I've been on, you know, trying to spread the word as much as I can. I I agree that this is a major issue. What you just talked about right there, trying to, you know, people need to be at least 21 years old before a doctor you know, should be approved to do any of this kind of stuff. I mean, that's ridiculous. And, you know, that's the kind of law that they should be making over in Oregon is make sure that there's no type of transgender surgeries that are being performed or the doctor will be thrown into prison, you know, unless the person is 21 years of age or older. And I can get behind something like that. You know what I mean? But it's just getting out of hand. And, and you know, people said, well, it's America. You know, we want to be free. We want to have freedom and do what we want. But, remember, like you always are saying, and it seems like I heard, is that freedom only works for, you know, a good people. If the people desire evil and, and you know, bad things, then freedom is not good. But if the people will have good desires and they're and they're morally straight, you know, they're not waiting to sneak around and lie and cheat and steal, you know, then then it's good and and more freedom is good. But when you have people just, you know, wanting to do all these perverted things and they don't remember the Holy Ghost trying to have the Holy Ghost with them. You know, if we have too many people out there that don't care if, you know, if they're keeping their temple clean enough to have the Lord dwell inside of them and guide them with his spirit, that's where we've run into problems, having freedom. People can't handle it. They just try to get away with anything that they can.
1: Everybody hang tight. Back in seconds, Trevor and Sam on your radio.
3: Matthew twenty four twenty four teaches us that the church is deceived today. Deceived Christians call themselves Judeo-Christians. Around 1900, Jews commissioned the Schofield Reference Bible, which transformed the Jews from Christian killers to the chosen people. Here's the truth. America is in the Bible. Revelation 21. Our form of government came down from heaven. Verse 3, the many Christian ministers at the Constitutional Convention sought God's will. The God-given rights in the Constitution were ordained by God. America is the new promised land for Christian Israel, and Christians are the true chosen people. True Israel is Christian. Listen to Jesus quote, my sheep follow me, unquote, and, quote, you do not believe because you are not my sheep, unquote, John 10, 25 through 27. The beast has transformed America into the woman mystery Babylon, Revelation chapter 17. For the complete Bible study, write to Christian Knuckles, P.O. Box 210813, Royal Palm Beach, Florida 33421.
7: As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile.
1: I just sent an email from the Liberty Prayer Network and boy, how do we need prayers everywhere, ladies and gentlemen, for the greatest country on the face of the earth going south. We can work on it, folks. It's up to you and I and we, the American people, to make a difference. Trevor Crosby Crosby with me discussing all things liberty. So this Chloe Cole girl um, who transitioned to a boy and now she wants out. She uh, has grown up. She does not have gender euphoria anymore. She believes they mutilated and destroyed her body. What they've done to her is criminal, and she's begging us to wake up and not let this happen to our children. Uh, Amen to that, and I think that really typifies kind of the problems that we face, Trevor. Um, Your quick thoughts on that, then. One more story for the rest of the hour.
10: Thank you very much, Sam. Yeah, on that one, I just think it's important. Each state should establish a law that there is no doctors allowed to be doing any type of cutting, and you should regulate you know, as much as you can on those wacky pills, because just like this girl just said, unless a, unless somebody's 21, really, they should not be allowed to be making these kind of decisions. You you know, you're not even allowed to. You know, they got they got other laws. if You can't do things till you're 18, 19, 21, all kind of things. Having this, I mean, I would encourage you. You know, if you're thinking about. You know, being a good person in government, start pushing a bill like that, you know, and don't let them do anything like that until they're 21 years old. And, uh, yeah, and you think, can't drink a I beer till you're
1: 21, them, Trevor, but you can certainly cut off all your body parts.
10: Right. It's just, you know, you, that's a big hole in our boat, right, Sam? And I asked you before, have you seen the military uh, saluting that? transgender flag before have you seen that or is this kind of the first time you've seen them because i didn't see that you know and i'm, I'm pretty disturbed yeah i say, that i would are-
1: say this i would say this before it's happened kind of willy-nilly but it's never been a flat-out government policy tweeted from headquarters so to speak so before it's been done but not just as wholesale and as blatant from the leadership, in other words, it's being mandated now. Whereas before, it was just like, hey, certain groups would do it and all this stuff. It's a sea change, sir. It's the next they're step. They're
10: worshiping Satan. It's, that's how I take it. Is they are worshiping Satan when they try to do something like that because it's not, you know. And and here's where I'm coming from, brothers and sisters. I try to be pretty, you know, down to earth and open minded and stuff. And even and you know what? Back when they were voting for gay marriage, okay. I disagree with the tax system, really bad. And most of the things was, oh, hey, gay marriage, let's just let it happen, you know. It's, these people, they want to, you know, leave them alone. And so it's fine. When I was living in Washington, I voted for that. You know what I mean? But you wanna, it's just crazy. You try to give them an inch, they take a mile, and they disrespect the freedoms that, that we have. And it's, it's just kind of like if you have a little community park. And you say, hey, you know, you guys are welcome to come over and use it. Then you got guys over there, you know, and you hate to say it and just paint a picture, but they're, you know, just making a mess everywhere around your restroom or something and littering or, you know, and they're disrespecting your part. You've got to deal with it. You can't just say, well, we're throwing in the towel. We lost the park because... We were going along to get along. And I'm telling you, they are worshiping Satan. And when you say they did a coordinated thing where they all praised this transgender, you know, pedophile flag, no, that's horrible. But everybody's been seeing it. The government, I just think is this global government of global population. And they're trying to, (laughs) they're fighting against, you know, Jesus, and I You got the American Amen flag. To that. Jesus flag. Speaking of flag.
1: destroying the park, as as Trevor wisely said, speaking of destroying the park, they're doing that all over um, the, uh, what is it, New York City now. Here's the latest headline on what they're doing in New York City. Just find the nearest, quote, big blue vending machine. That's what they're called, big blue vending machine. And get hooked up instantly, they say. Take a trip to the Big Apple, ladies and gentlemen. You can get your next fix. You can have an overdose. You can stop your overdose. You can have safe sex. New Yorkers want everyone in the city to have it all. Even if having it all can get you killed, can have you overdose, or you can get sexually transmitted diseases, no problem. Uh, you might kill someone you make love. Sure the it's all police okay, though. Don't
10: go bother, those people. You don't want to police right. harassing those guys while they're doing heroin. You know, you don't want to interrupt that and make sure that they got a clean needle, you know. And you don't want if they, you know, pull somebody over and they got, you know, smoking some meth or crack or heroin or whatever on their front seat. You don't want to harass them if you're a police officer. You know, you want to just make sure you inform them they, they got a taillight out and have a nice day.
1: Now, believe it or not, they said New York City is suffering from a wave of overdose deaths. And they say that the blue vending machines, the big blue vending machines will save lives. But it's a lie, folks. I got this story from the Daily Newswire. And basically what's happening is you got these big blue vending machines and you can get condoms. You can get tampons. They're working on birth control. They don't have needles in there yet, but they say next-gen machines will. Uh, they've got all kinds of ways to just get anything you want, and it's all free from these machines there uh, because they believe they got a crisis. They don't know what to do about it. And so it's this big, huge societal meltdown, uh, and people are gonna die as a result of this, folks. And the, every move we make in this is completely psychotic and wrong-headed, folks. What we need to do is preach religion, teach people to follow the principles of Jesus Christ. You see, but even in Texas, one of the most conservative states, they shot down the bill that would put the Ten Commandments up in your government schools. But you can go to the Big Apple, get your next fix. You literally have an overdose deaths. You got sex rampant in the streets and all over the place. And and now they're just celebrating this with these new big blue vending machines is their latest answer. And folks, I I just don't understand. They want to blame the politicians for this. But I look at the American people and say, look, what are the New Yorkers doing to bring common sense to this? What are the New Yorkers doing as a people? What are we doing in, in Washington to say, look, you're not going to take away our bags. You're not going to take away our right to keep and bear arms. In Oregon, you know what? You don't have authority to tell us we can't pump our own gas. Who the heck do you think you are? You guys are out on your ear. Um, We're not going to tolerate these transgender satanic agenda, literally body mutilating doctors and cutting on people. We're not doing this, Trevor.
10: Voting system is jacked, you know, and I don't know. It's jacked from the core because back in the day, the founding fathers didn't want you voting unless you were an actual American citizen that had some property and they didn't even want your wife. In your own house, to vote against you, you know, so they didn't allow your house to have more than one vote. Now they're just saturating it, and like you said, there's too many, you know. And even if that, if, even if it was still, even if they counted it, I still think we'd get it, you know, because these people, they're good people. I don't care what color they are, you know. You, you don't either, Sam. You and I, we don't care. If I ask somebody, you know where they're from or something, they're going to tell me they're from China or they're going to tell me they're from Africa. I'm not going to care what color their skin is. It's what nationality you're going to defend. If the world's at war, are you going to defend Mexico? Are you going to defend America? You know, and that's the only thing that doesn't matter. what. Joe
1: Biden, the latest headline from Joe Biden, or the headline about this is the next agenda by Joe Biden is to attack gas cars. Okay, they want to get rid of your, your stove in your house, your gas stove. They want to now get rid of your gas car. So, see, it starts with bags. Nobody cares about a grocery bag. But now we're talking about guns and cars <laughs> and stoves. The,
10: getting that, those cattle, those deer, and making a fence one, one picket at a time. You just keep getting it closer and closer and closer and closer. Pretty soon, you don't even have a chance to get out. And that's what they're doing. They're trying to just pin your freaking corrals up around you, and you just let them put up one piece at a time, till all of a sudden, what the heck? We don't. Well, I can't get any gas, and I can't. You know, I, they're they're regulating my my uh, right to bear arms, and they're regulating my right to communicate, and oh, you know, and how you going to communicate then? How you going to fight then? You know, everybody already knows the longer we take to get this over with, the worse it is, you know. And we, we're we blessed here where I live to have some pretty good American-type folks, and they'll point it right out, you know. Well, that's what we've got to do. To we've
1: got to turn to God, family, and country. Those are the solutions, and we've got to pray hard to God Almighty. We've got to get up and then start to take action. These little things like bags or pumping your own gas or recycling lies. That's where it starts, folks. But the bigger, more weighty issues are they're going to literally mutilate your children's bodies by force. They're going to literally destroy the American flag and replace it with the communist, satanic, transgender, uh, perversion flag. Uh, They're going to do these things. They're going to take away your car. They're going to take away your gun. They're going to take away everything you hold dear. And if you don't use your uh social credits correctly they're going to literally eventually prevent you from buying and selling uh they're moving to a digital currency don't you know they're moving to their own government version of crypto and i've always told you don't dip your toe in the crypto they're going to force crypto on you people and so you can say sam you know you've been crying in the wilderness for way too long buddy you've been at it 25 30 years now and and people used to say sam you're, you're off your rock crazy but now they say, Sam, how did you know? And now they're saying, Sam, what do we do, Trevor?
10: You're dang right, brother. And I've been right by your side since I was 9 or 10 years old, back when you're still as, probably as crazy as you are now. But you know what? We got to be crazy so we don't go insane, right?
1: We do, and we need to advocate for the solutions, and that's what we do here (laughs) on this radio. And and I realize that the the plastic bag issue isn't that big of a deal. It isn't really that huge all by itself. But when you really kind of compare the reality or what we're facing, it used to be tiny issues that didn't really seem to matter. We thought, you know what, that's just a difference of opinion. That's okay. But now we're down to fundamental issues where you can't even say woman half the country won't even have the guts to tell you what a woman is if they even know half the country we can't agree on anything anymore they have destroyed this country and if we don't stand up with god family and country we're going to lose it all we have become uh, we we're, we're on a precipice you do Trevor.
10: yep 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 and you know it it is it doesn't take time and effort to be involved brothers and sisters but i plead with you in the name of jesus christ please Please get out there and be involved and do what you feel Jesus would do in your shoes. If he lived where you live, what would Jesus do? Would he go talk to his sheriff? Would he go and support him? Let him know you have his back. Would he go and go to these meetings and support people that are standing for the ride and try to communicate with Amen. the people that might not be seeing it our way?
1: Amen, Trevor. We're flat out of time. Thank you much. We'll have you back soon, sir. WWJD, what would Jesus do, ladies and gentlemen? Let's get up and do it, shall we? For Trevor Crosby and Sam Bushman, we declare this nation shall endure. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. God save the Republic of the United States of America.